Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo, and joining me as always... It's Ben Vanille here, Tommy. No shtick this week, I've had a busy day. Joining us, <laughs> the third member of the show... Don't worry, it's Adam Knox here, and I'll pick up the slap, slack... Ben Vanell. <laughs> this Pick up motherfucker, he said slap. Pick up your copy of The Slap and have a big old read of that. Little kid getting abused worst. at a barbecue and then uh, and then let us know. Let us know what Someone shit you got planned Someone re-edit that slap video, put Nox's head on everyone's face. I can't believe. Send that in. We'll go fucking viral. I can't believe that I've said slightly the wrong word. You stupid cunt. You said slap. <laughs> Well, I meant to say slack, and then I was going to say pe- Ben Vanell, more like Pen Vanell, because you were holding a pen. Yep. Oh, so okay. Everyone missed out on that fucking yeah, gem. Yeah, that's a shame. Yep. <laughs> that's a real yep, shame. Yep. That got cons- mm. consigned to the slap heap, as I call it. Yep. Uh, you mean the scrap heap, idiot? You said slap <laughs> instead of scrap. <laughs> you dumbass. You fuckwit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Fuck yes. We're all in fine form today, aren't we, boys? We're we're having a beer. We should should say for the listeners, I think this is now the second week of us having migrated from Zoom to Mm. uh, Google Meetings. And boy, oh boy, uh, like, thank God it took us so long to work out that there is a a superior platform out there. Because Zoom, sayonara, and suck (laughs) our dicks. You're laggy and you're shit. Google Meetings is where it's at. Yes. Yeah. It's nice and quick. And also, I, I don't think you can do virtual backgrounds or anything, but at this point of the lockdown, no. that <laughs> is a, a, a positive boon. Mm. I'm sick of Absolutely. seeing virtual yeah. backgrounds. I'm sick of thinking about them or talking about mm-hmm. them. And yes, I'm a hypocrite for yeah. talking about them, but I mispronounced another word. I meant to say, <laughs> you know, whatever, chicken or something. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, chicken, yeah. That's what I'm I cooking I believe after what this. Google Meetings does. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. It. It's in yeah. the back of my head because I know I have some chicken in the fridge that I have to cook tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did we ever talk about this on the podcast that uh, that a f- like a little while ago now, um, just after we'd done the pod, Ben messaged us in our group chat that he had just cooked chicken for dinner and then felt like a little ice cream treat yeah. and got on Uber Eats to order an ice cream. And then you sent us a photo and you said, and this is what turned up. And it was a box of fried chicken. Yeah. Fucked your and sent you chicken immediately after you had just eaten some chicken. Yeah, they sent me a half chicken, half a fried chicken. It was fucking heaps of chicken. (laughs) And then we immediately said, (laughs) like, 
dude, this guy loves chicken and wouldn't stop oh, talking about yeah. how much you like chicken. And I could see you were doing the thing where you were playing along with it to make it stop rather than say it was annoying and then we'd mm-hmm. definitely keep going. But I think me and Tommy both picked up on that because we did not stop at yeah. all. And you were like, it you comes got up me, occasionally I love chicken. As well. <laughs> Joke's yeah. over, I love chicken. Yeah. You found yeah. out. And then yeah. we were like, he yeah. admitted yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of like, why uh. did Ben cross the road to get to the chicken that already over there as well because <laughs> yeah. he fucking loves the stuff yeah there's we we really did have a we really did we have were a making great memes and shit weren't we we were yes. like <laughs> i remember doing the like the the guy looking over his shoulder at the other girl and it yeah. was like the girl he was walking with was literally anything and then he was looking <laughs> at chicken <laughs> and the guy was ben <laughs> god i love making specific memes Oh, we had a yeah, great night of me making the other night in our uh, group <laughs> chat. We Fuck. did. What a we night did. that was. You know what? It was just after we'd done this, I think, yeah, because yeah. I, I remember um, Adam saying, uh, we wrapped up and then you were like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to try and get an early night, just going to have a dinner and then uh, have an early night. And then it was 2 a.m. and we were in a group <laughs> chat sharing memes about um, about world disasters. And, I, and that soundbite popped into my head. I'm like... This guy said he was going to bed at about 8 p.m. and now here he is, <laughs> six hours later, giving the meme button a very heavy workout. Oh, it was fun, <sighs> dude. I miss mm. real life though. I'm sick of how my brain's working currently. <laughs> I'm sick of mm. memes. If I never see another yep. meme, then boy howdy, it's probably because the world has ended and the internet and all the infrastructure around it has fallen apart. But I'll also be kind of glad of that aspect of it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. I agree. Video games too, they won't work anymore if all the electricity mm. goes off. Mm. Another mm. positive. So not much. <laughs> <laughs> so no news this week really. We've uh, we've been blessed. We've been blessed the last two or three weeks. Lots of stuff coming down the news wire. Mm. Um, but you know, a, a trickle of uh, a trickle of new releases in the last week or so. Nothing, nothing major, major. But uh, definitely a few things that have been. Uh, Keeping us all busy. Major Major uh, sounds like like the name of a character from like a bad British sketch. You know what I mean? Where he's like, I'm Major Major. Well, I know your rank, but tell me your name. Major Major. Yes, I know. Yeah. Or is it it's almost like a little Britain character. Major Major. The fat Major. You know? <laughs> yes. I guess so. There's yeah. Major Major and Major Minor who's a little kid who screams at people. Right. Mm. And here we go. What are we doing? This is all shit we should have gotten out of our systems before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's weird. For the first time ever, we're dilly dallying on the subject <laughs> of video games on this podcast. Um, but Adam, uh, why don't you kick us off with a game that you've been playing that I'm interested to hear a, a bit more about because mm. I watched a, a bit of gameplay footage of this. Mm. Um, Me too. And uh, it, it looks kind of interesting. Uh, I cannot for the life of me remember the fucking name of it, and I doubt that you can either. Uh, I think you've got it written down there in front of you. Among Us. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I had 13 mm. Sentinels, Aegis Rim is what I assume mm. you're talking about. Or it might be mm. Aegis. I actually don't remember. I think is- it's Aegis, right? Isn't it like a... I don't know. Yeah. But I watched fl- footage of this as well yesterday when I was browsing, I think, like the PSN store. Yeah. Uh, and I could not make hide nor hair of how <laughs> this game is played. Right. So this is uh, a Japanese... It's by Vanillaware, who mm-hmm. uh, they made like Grim Grimoire 
and Muramasa the Demon Blade mm-hmm. and other ones of similar sort of names. Uh, very uh, beautiful hand-drawn, hand-painted looking visuals in all these games. And so this one originally right. started on the Vita development of it, which is how long it's been in fucking development for. Mm. And at well, some point that version was cancelled for obvious reasons and moved over to the PS4. So it does look a little bit like it was designed for like a handheld system and they were like, oh, fuck, and blew it up. But right. it still looks pretty nice. It's like a very cool hand-drawn, um, yeah, painted-looking kind of anime style. Um, and yeah, it's a Japanese game about... Now, stop me if this is too novel of a concept for you to wrap your heads around as I start to explain this. Okay, all right. High school students in Japan. Stop. Okay. What, what, what aren't you understanding so far? Um, so what's a high school? Is it like up on a high, is it t- tall in a building? Are they on, are they smoking the hashish? Like what yes. is? It's all yeah. Blazing yeah. It up. yeah. It's nothing to do with either geography or the wacky backy as you always call it every day mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> when you yes. turn your chair backwards and start talking at Dean's. It's yes. uh, a high school is, is the, the second phase of schooling. When you're about 12 or 13, you go to high school, which is sort of the, the, the midpoint between primary school, which is, you know, basic mm-hmm. letters and numbers, that sort of thing, and b- mm-hmm. before university, yep. the Great high game concept show. stuff. High school, high, school <laughs> is, high school is where horses go, and high school yeah. is, uh, in, in Japan especially, it's where people can really draw you wearing a skirt. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of what <laughs> the interpretation of it seems to be in this game. Within the first five, it's high school students... Um, piloting Fighting. giant robots to oh, yes, fight yes. aliens. It's one of the ones right. like Evangelion, though, where it's doing that setting because it is having sort of a meta commentary on that genre right. at the same right. time. What is the one? What is what are the original non-meta commentary ones of that? Because it seems like a lot of this stuff, mm. even shows like Buffy, which is something that I think about, you know, in terms of like high school kids taking on a greater power than them, and um, Persona, obviously. Mm. What are the OG ones of this? Is like is Gundam Wing just normal high school kids in mechs? Like what? What is yeah. it from? I think that like Gundam power and maybe Rangers? Macross and that shit, but it, like a lot of it is from mm. like the '60s and the '70s, and it was films in Japan that really aren't in the cultural zeitgeist anymore so i can't comment to that yeah pa- power rangers is a good shout tommy ultra is it ultraman is yeah. that another one of those like b- yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it- but you're right that is interesting that the meta commentary of those tropes is now has now become the default like mm. that is now more widely known and the mm. and the actual thing that those were based off has kind of faded into obscurity a little bit and it oh, that meta commentary also almost doesn't work because like evangelion mm. is such a widely known thing because it had really cool robot designs that <laughs> right. looked good yeah. as figurines yeah. you know which is mm-hmm. the thing it was kind of not railing against but riffing off of so anyway mm-hmm. th- this is a s- similarish thing um, it's not quite as, you know, meta meta as that gets, but anyway, it's like, a, uh, yeah, high school students, giant robots fighting a, an enemy force and you play multiple of these students in little sections as you go through with a very, um, like not sure what's going on. Maybe time travel, maybe amnesia, mm-hmm. maybe there's, you know, there's obviously something happening under the surface to this world. It's mm. not very straightforward. And, and what country did you say this game originates from again? I think you know. 
And they <laughs> You say there's something going no, on you- with under the surface with high school students. Maybe if you just popped a little camera <laughs> under the surface, you could see That's a ridiculous thing to say. You put a mirror on your shoe and then ah, yes, of course. there's no evidence. But anyway, it's yeah, it is a little like that too. Like within the right. first five minutes of this game, a high school girl is teleported inside a giant robot and is like, Where'd my clothes go? So mm. I do find that stuff a bit off-putting. And I don't yeah, think yeah. that's wrong of me. I honestly, I only saw Evangelion for the first time all the way through a few years ago. And that is like, it, you're right, Nox, like it's it blurs the line between commentary and the thing because it's like it really sexualizes right. teenage kids in that show as well. And sexualizing children is not where you want to have a line blurred. I'll tell you that mm. much. So it does feel <laughs> a little, I'm glad I live alone. When I'm playing this, to be right. honest, yeah, so but no one can you see say what this, I'm but doing. Adam, <laughs> I got a notification last night that you got a trophy on this game for having uh, zoomed in and rewound that scene a hundred times <laughs> over. So, but it's not focusing on that stuff too much, and maybe that, right. like, I don't know. I don't want to give it too much of a benefit of the doubt with that shit because it is just like straight up, like, don't do this. It's point, mm. like, what? There's mm. nothing even to say about it at this point. So. Right. Um, but then, yeah, it's like an adventure game and a strategy game. Those are the two halves of it. You're you're walking around, talking to people. Um, you get little memories of people that you can uh, go and analyze yourself in your own head, or use. They're kind of like um, like the keywords in a Monkey Island or something, where you'll mm-hmm. be able to then use them to interact and ask other people about. And that's a pretty straightforward kind of two D uh, adventure game type of. There's those segments where the story gets driven forward. And then there's this uh, isometric strategy game where you're in the giant robots and you've got different abilities and whatever to um, fight these enemy forces. Uh, the The strategy thing is like fun enough and it, it, it isn't, I don't like dread it, but it's uh, relatively simple if you've played any of those sorts of things before. Like if you've, it, it is not at sort of an XCOM-ish level of like intricate and like, what do I do next? I'm not sure. It's, it's relatively easy to get through. Um, but that's fine because the driving force of this is the story, which I am intrigued by. I haven't gotten too far into it yet, but there's enough uh, little hooks in it that I do want to uh, see what's going on. Cool. So yeah, I reckon if you're not into the style, it'll be off-putting enough because it's that much. Like you you go to the, the, the high school nurse, again, within the first like maybe 15 minutes, and she's just got these huge tits and <laughs> they've they've gone and they've animated them and they've made her cross-armed so she's like pushing them out and it's just what it, she's in it like how's the jiggle physics on it Is terrible any- that's what i'm complaining about <laughs> yeah no like yeah, they're there and it's a 2d game with hand painted <laughs> right, graphics right. where they've bothered to have them slosh around like <laughs> it's it's <Slush>. fucking <laughs> Real crook in a lot of ways, and yeah. I feel almost like a waterbed, Tommy. Like a waterbed. That's what that word evokes. Yeah, it's <laughs> lush and Like, I have this weird thing in my head of like, is it culturally insensitive to say that this is crook? And then there's another right. part of my head that's like, no, this their culture is right. wrong in this aspect. That is not the way right. to be. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, it made me feel uncomfortable. Genuinely, I'm not being a fucking. You know, fuck it, here comes the lefty police. And they're <laughs> okay. like, do I hate myself? Am I a bastard? I don't want to be a lefty and the police. 
but mm. like it, it it made me feel legitimately uncomfortable within the first opening moments of the game how mm. they were sexualizing these characters in it uh, so whatever maybe that right. maybe that comes good at some point if you know what i mean uh, the, like as in maybe there's some fucking thing they'll ha- a point they'll have to make about it but i fucking doubt it cuz like mm. i doubt it yeah that always gets said when people question this stuff and he's like you know kojima is like oh quiet will be understandable that's like yeah. oh it's because some dumbass acid reason or something she breathes through <laughs> yeah. her skin she breathes through her skin head. yeah so yeah, the reason yeah, yeah. is I've invented a reason because I want to perv on a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not ridiculous <laughs> because her tits are where the lasers come from. <laughs> okay, how would you have written it? What, that came shooting through the clothes, so you got to have yeah. no clothes over the top. You wanted yeah. to wear a bulletproof vest and have it bounce back and hit her in her own tits. Huh, some <laughs> feminist you are. So that bit put me hey, off. But if we're going to be expected to crunch and work long hours and not see our families to work on this game, there mm-hmm. may as well be something on the screen that's a little bit titillating to help get us through the long, lonely nights. That's mm-hmm. my justification for why mm-hmm. I'm rendering these gigantic breasts. I mean, that is what that is literally what um, Yoko Taro, who did uh, Near Automata, said. People, someone asked him the same question that always gets asked when there's like a too sexy character in a game, and like. Mm-hmm. 2B, the android in that, was like, you know, wearing fucking lingerie and she's a robot android soldier. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I thought she looked hot in it. Uh. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know. That that even, I'm more like, yeah, okay, man. Yeah. She does. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Hey, there's yeah. a whole bunch of people on porn sites who are getting away with a whole career because they've dressed up like her, so go for it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Twitch.tv slash Adam Knox Real and Official is where you can see more of that. No, they wouldn't allow it on Twitch. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, yeah, I want to uh... play it more and I want to find out where the story goes. But at this point, mm. uh, I am intrigued. But I am relatively early on, like one or two hours. It looks cool. I wouldn't mind a cool new strategy game to play. The one thing that I kind of thought when I was looking at the footage of it was that, yeah, I love the look of the hand-painted and the aesthetic of the of the story bits, but then the, the bits that I saw of the strategy kind of looked a bit um, a bit bland by comparison. The, yeah. the visuals like in those kind sections of certainly aren't doing too much, uh, but yeah. it's like it's a fun enough tactics kind of game, you know. Right. But the majority cool. of it at this point does seem to be that mo- the story-focused adventure stuff. Like, there's a lot of long conversations and that sort of thing. And the voice acting, the English voice acting is what I have on, is pretty good. So yep. I definitely think I'll keep going with it. Um, I just didn't have much time to, to put into it before this. But, uh, you know, as much as I am, <laughs> like I've reiterated 100,000 times now, Find it a, have found little aspects of it a little bit skeevy in the way that this sort of stuff tends to be. The, uh, there's been a lot of good response to the story and so far it is intriguing. Cool. Nice. Yeah, it is um, nice. Well, um, Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, I'm saying that I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, I've been the playing the bitchiest game. face, by the way. I've been, been playing a game this week from from just across the pond, which I think is the term that Japanese and Chinese people uh, use for how, where they are in relation to each other. Yeah, we could, just across we, the pond. <laughs> we could jam that Westernism onto them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been playing a Chinese game uh, called Genshin Impact. 
It's made by a developer called MiHoYo, who apparently have done mostly mobile games up until this point, and um, mostly like gacha games, I think, from what I can tell. Money sinks. But um, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, this is a game I think we all probably first became aware of because it looks like a direct ripoff of the style of Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. This is the beautiful cel-shaded, actually like hand-drawn anime style characters with, yeah, like beautiful open green rolling hills and shit. But um, this game, so basically the setup is uh, it's a, actually a very nicely directed, cool cutscene. A lot of the cutscenes in this game are very impressively done. They have like good camera work and, and interesting directing. But you're like... Uh, brother and sister flying through the cosmos apparently you're like interdimensional travelers you get in a fight with a sorceress one of the siblings and you choose which one the brother or the sister gets taken away and you play as the other one right. and you sort of like land on this world and it's a, a anime style fantasy world where you're uh you know the chosen one i guess and you, you, you land in a little zone and you get a little sort of helper thing, sort of like in uh, the first Nino Kuni. It's like a little sort of creature woman, girl thing uh, who's your tutorial. Um, and it's basically an action RPG. So you got your basic sort of uh, circle to melee attack, some other little moves and special attacks. Um, and you're going around sort of Skyrim style, you're like, oh, there's a mission, there's a quest over here to get you involved in the world, and there's a quest over here to get you involved in the world. Mm. But the whole overarching thing is just like, you're here to help. Something's going on and you're here to help. Um, but yeah, the gotcha thing comes in when you basically build out your party of four by acquiring new characters or weapons by spending in-game currency on these like loot box, you know, um, probability things. Uh, you get a heap of that shit when you start the game, though. And it's, so it's free, not like, right? This game is free to start playing, yeah? It is a free-to-play game, okay. yes. Um, and, yeah, I assume you can spend real money on all of this stuff, the in-game currency. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it seems pretty easy to, Good to get as you, <laughs> as you play. Uh, and they give you a fuck ton at the start. So, like, I had a bunch of extra characters and a bunch of extra weapons and shit at the start. Um, I didn't feel like I was having to pay anything for it. Um, and I've read it or I watched a YouTube review yesterday who was like, you know, um, four or five hours in and they were like, I haven't even come close to needing to spend money. So I, I, from what I can tell, it's a pretty light touch with that stuff. Mm. It seems aimed at like, you know, the actual whales who want to be, you know, crazy high level, you know, 99 bullshit. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so you yeah, amass this party. Each character has a different elemental focus. And the combat is basically that. It's like, well, this enemy has an element. This character has an element. Um, it's sort of like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, how you would change stances for certain enemies. Mm -hmm. So you flip around between the characters in your party. But it's more fun than that because they have, like, fun different attacks and stuff. Like they, And they'll also have, you know, like a melee attack or this one will have a, a bow or this one will have, like, a giant club and shit like that. So it's huge variety in the party. And, yeah, it's not just, like, a set party of characters who are in the story it's like you know infinite randomly generated or you know whatever characters right. you purchase from these packs um visually it's fucking stunning like honestly it is it's like breath of the wild if that was built to run on a ps4 like it looks incredible it's not just like the visual style either it's the interfaces the particle effects the magic the like 
you know, you've, you're the version of like Sonic standing still and tapping his foot on the ground when you're just like idling mm. is like these beautiful little spells will come up or you like start talking to your little uh, companion friend. It's it's crazy. Like it's a really good game. I'm waiting for like the catch of like this is free to play and it's you know you can you can pay to win. But mm. I'm like I've been playing it nonstop since yesterday. I would be like four, five, six hours in and like. It's really good. I, I, yeah, I'm very, very surprised at how good it is. Just so you've been playing it nonstop since yesterday and you say you've played five or six hours. Mm-hmm. I think you'll find, <laughs> Mr. Vanell, if it pleases the court, that there yes. are, in fact, 24 <laughs> hours in a day. So well, you're I have a job. You played it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, convenient. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, he now has a job. I've, had, I've worked there for three and a half years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, his story is changing all the time. <laughs> oh, no. I think what you is, can clearly see here? that this what? man committed the murder. <laughs> uh, it does sound... So my brother is playing this too, and I was talking to him right. about it, and he's saying similar stuff to you where, like, he kind of looked into it and and it really seems like you don't have to pay the money until you do hit those. Like, there's some end game kind of dungeon right. raidy type content that that it will be for. But right. it does seem like you can pretty much get through the bits that you're, you would normally get through the average person with an average game mm-hmm. without engaging with that stuff pretty much. Uh, absolutely. And I guess the other aspect to this game is that it is a multiplayer game. It is like a free-to-play, one of those big MMORPG more of an RPG than a lot of the MMO ones that have been happening recently. But it starts like the first however many hours, 15 hours or so, is a single-player experience. You level up your party really gradually. Um, There's, yeah, genuine quests. You only interact with NPCs. is there and, yeah? Is there like good dialogue and story stuff going on? Like, are you enjoying that aspect? The story is pretty meh. Like, it's sort of a more mystical, um, uh, crazy interdimensional version of the Skyrim story of just like mm-hmm. the land is under attack from forces, maybe a creature, and you have a special thing, so you're the one who can lead the way. Um, but the dialogue's good and the voice acting is great. Like, again, yeah, I was very surprised at a game that is actually, it's you can play it on, like, iOS, um, PlayStation, PC, and it's coming to Switch. I think Xbox is the one thing it's not on. Right. But it's like this crazily multi-platform game that, yeah, seems to have really good voice acting, mm-hmm. pretty good dialogue. Um, the interfaces and the UIs and all that shit are sort of a mix of Breath of the Wild's, like, super subtle ones and... Fire Emblem Three Houses, sort of like slightly medieval, slightly anime, sort of hand drawny sort of stuff. Right. Are you um, like? Right. I'm not sure if my microphone's working now. Oh wait, I turned down my headphones. Never mind. <laughs> um, are you exploring in a manner similar to Breath of the Wild, where you feel like you're just kind of going off in whatever direction, and there's something there for you? Yes, that is crazily as well something that's legitimately in this game. Um, it does have a few of the sort of, oh, I guess it's similar to Breath of the Wild as well. It has sort of like, um, teleportation shrines so you can fast travel around. Uh, and there's probably a lot more of those than there were the towers in Breath of the Wild, but it's not an Assassin's Creed. You could travel to the shrines too, to teleport. Oh, you're right. And the towns, right? Yeah. Oh no, it was just, yeah. There was a shrine at every town. Yeah. I think, yeah, most of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, it, 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 but it doesn't have, it's not like 
you get 17 quests in town and then there's a bunch of quest markers and there's a bunch of icons that pop up on the map of like, go here, go here, go here. Um, it's more like you'll be walking around and you'll come across this like glowing fairy thing and it, then a, your little companion will be like, oh, uh, if you collect these, you can upgrade this. Uh, but some of them, you got to like follow them. And so they like fly up mm. this tree and they fly up a hill and you're like following, following. Uh, and eventually they lead you to like a chest or something like that. But like, yeah, none of that's marked on the map. You're not sort of just going out on these missions. You are naturally letting the the lay of the land guide you around. Cool. The enemies are also basically the same as Breath of the Wild. They're like, you know, template <laughs> knockoffs. Um, but it's like, yeah, again, sort of like Breath of the Wild. You walk around, there's like a little squirrel going through the grass. There's a fox over there. Mm. You pick up a bunch of stuff like vegetables and fruits to cook. You go to a campfire, you cook them. There's actually a mini game with the cooking, which made it a little more engaging to me than Breath of the Wild. It's like a timer, like press the button now and it cooks a perfect meal sort of thing. Um, But again, even that, it's like you're combining these fruits that you pick up the trees and find on the ground and stuff. Um, Yeah, I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it so far, except just the nagging thing in the back of my head of like, at what point will it start to gate my progress so that I have to yeah. pay for it? It does seem like a very strange kind of game to have those things about it because, mm. yeah, everything else that I've seen about this made me think it looked great and I was really interested. And then seeing that it's an MMO and that it's got loot crate stuff in it and that it's free to play, which mm. is such shorthand for you're going to get fucked financially at some point. Just yeah. kind of turned me off it and made me go, oh, it's a shame. Like it... It looks like it's up my alley, but it's just the sort of game I don't usually gel with. So, but it sounds like there's so there's basically a essentially single player campaign for like what fifteen hours of it, and then yeah. you're out in the open against other people. So that's probably where it's expecting you to spend the money, right? If you're running around, yeah, I suspect so. Or if not against other people, more like the World of Warcraft thing where you would go on raids, like you would team up yeah, to take right. on these giant bosses and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's uh, that's that's my understanding of what starts to happen at some point. Right. But yeah, like uh, like I said, I've put a bunch of time into it and for a free-to-play game, I, like I, I always bounce off these. I give them a shot and then I just never continue playing them. It happened with all of the uh, um, Battle Royale games. It happened with a few of the other, mm-hmm. like Neverwinter Nights. Like there's a few RPG-style ones as well that are free and I just, I just bounced off them immediately. But... Yeah, this mm. this one this one has got me, and even if I only play it for like fifteen hours, because it's I think it's like you rank up each of your characters, and then you as a party, you know, or an account slowly rank up as well. Yeah, you hit like a certain point, other bits of the world unlock, and you sort of go off into the multiplayer stuff. If I get up to there and I've had a good time, and I drop out there, I've what, what have I lost? Nothing. Right, <laughs> like exactly. I didn't pay anything yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Just precious time. So <laughs> sure, <laughs> that that sounds kind of cool. Like I, I'm interested to give that a try too, and I'm like yeah, free free to give it a go. Mm. Like you say, exactly. If you get 20 hours of Breath of the Wild ish for mm. nothing, not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm curious to see if anyone in our listenership or if you guys go in on in on it in the future, what other people think. Because I feel, uh, yeah, I just I'm like, is this as good as I I think it is? Because I have no one else to bounce it off. And there's not a heap of reviews out there. Like, mm. uh, uh, So, yeah, I, if anyone's played it, let me know what you think of it because uh, I want to know if I'm crazy or not. <laughs> but Genshin Impact, uh, pretty cool. And I think it's put out by the same like 
publisher that did um, Cruel Bands Careers. I think that it's the same sort oh, of yeah. big Chinese um, publisher. Is that Tencent? Uh, MiHoYo, okay. I think. Uh, MiHoYo, but I th- they are probably owned by Tencent. Right, right. Because right. um, Tencent own half of fucking everything at this point, right? Like that's yeah. They, yeah, they own half of Western <laughs> publishing as well. Incredible achievement for only having ten cents. Oh my god! You motherfuckers! Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> stuff. If only you hadn't have said slap at the start of the show, you'd be up. You'd be in the positive <laughs> for this episode. I've broken even today, though. <laughs> yep, yeah. Time for Daddy Clawing to come home from back. Vegas. Um, <laughs> Thomas, have you been playing video games this week? And if so, which ones? Yeah, I started playing uh, last night a game called Paradise Killer. Um, mm-hmm. I put a couple of hours into it last night and then I put a few more hours into it today. Uh, this is a game that is very unique. Uh, it's not really like anything I've ever played before in terms of its uh, mechanics and also its um, aesthetic and storyline. It is an open world murder mystery detective game where you... Now, you've played a little bit of this, Ben. Yeah. You might have yeah. to help me here describe <laughs> sure. what the fuck's going on with this story. So it's, yeah. it's basically, yeah, you have to solve a murder, um, which, you know, for, for the sort of... For, for that kind of idea, like if you were into that kind of game, if you want to play a detective game, you know, the, someone making a game like this, they really could play it safe and just go, oh, you're in a city and, you know, someone's been murdered by a jealous lover or whatever. Mm-hmm. These guys have crafted this incredibly high concept world that has all this backstory and lore to it, which is, uh, I think, really impressive, like the scope of it and... um what they've gone for. It's very comic booky. So it's basically set in a world of gods where there is a uh, there's a there's an <laughs> island that people live on that regenerates <laughs> that regenerates yep. every hundred or so years. Mm-hmm. Um, and citizens are kept there basically as slaves to worship these gods and uh, there's this this one island they're about to destroy and then all move on to the next attempt at paradise. Yeah. And um, the uh, the council that sort of dictate um, all the laws of the island have been found murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, the chief suspect is a guy who's been imprisoned uh, for 10 years, is possessed by a demon, and so he's been locked up for 10 years. Um, you play as a detective who was tricked by a god um, three million days ago or something like that mm-hmm. and, and has been in exile since, and you are kind of brought back into this realm to um to help solve this murder that that seems to be um clear cut but the the person who's hired you to do this doesn't doesn't think that that's the case so you are you are moving around in a 3d space you're not really given there's there's no hand holding there's no guide you basically just have to go around um collecting evidence interviewing people and it doesn't really put any of it together for you it completely leaves you to um to make the connections yourself and to and to sort of go oh okay that actually seems weird i should go back and talk to that other person um so yeah there's a there's a mix of um characters like that some of them being the citizens some of them being the gods and yeah it's all presented in this um i guess vaporwave is the shorthand for it yeah uh, this very pastel colored um, Island Paradise, and then this, yeah, very like chill wavy kind of um, soundtrack mm. that he's playing. 
uh, underneath and as then you do all these things. The the character designs are a little cyberpunk, right? They're a little sort of seventies, eighties yeah. um, cyberpunk style. As is the so a lot of the like um, uh, lore and terminology and stuff of the story feels a little cyberpunk too because it's like all of those early books they sort of mix in like voodoo and mysticism and stuff with the internet and like spirituality to make this sort of like to make cyberspace into this like fantastical world and a lot of that is here like the demons and the spirits and the council and all that shit is mixing with yeah vaporwave 80s 90s cyberpunk style i and the music the music is great I, i like the illustrations Something about this is not is not jiving with my taste, though, which sounds crazy for what we've described. I I think it feels a little forced or something. Like I do, I like the writing of it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's something about the vibe is is just not it's just not doing it for me. Which is a shame because I think the gameplay yeah. for a detective game is top notch. Like the way it sets out the evidence, the suspects, the people you've talked to, the people you haven't, the way that the dialogue trees sort of unfold and it highlights certain keywords and things is great. It's really working for me as, as a mystery game. It's, this is whatever the way my brain works to like knock through stuff and keep things. And like, it's just laid out very well in the game. I'm really enjoying that, but something about it is sort of like half got me like a little at arm's length. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I kind of know what you mean. Like I, so yeah, I played a bunch of it today. I am really hooked, and I, mm. I like. I really love the feeling of it's yeah, like role playing as a detective, and mm. really feeling like I am driving this. Like it's not le- it's not going. Yeah. Oh, they just said that, and that contradicts that. So let's go back over there. Mm. It's purely like y- you are dictating everywhere that you go and everyone that you talk to and in what order and how you piece it together. And from, from what I've read about this game, that is like by the time you get to the end, you, when you're like basically you decide that you're at the end and you're yeah. accusing whoever you're accusing of having done it, you are completely doing that by yourself. There's no – like the game doesn't make any of those links for you. Like you have to have fully reached that conclusion right. based on the stuff that you've learned. So I'm I'm loving that element mm. of it and and there's, and there's constantly, you know, someone saying something and you go, oh, that, hang on, that kind of contradicts with what they said. Mm. So I'll go back and press them on that um, – I think the design of the 3D world that you move around is great. I really like that. It has a real – it feels really believable. It feels really real and mm. like it is this kind of sort of shitty apartments by the beach that are a bit run down where all the citizens live and then the um, the gods live next door in these kind of swanky, um, um, you know, high-rise suites. Um, the character design is great. Like they're all hand-drawn and mm. it's got this really great comic book style. But – I think kind of what you're talking about is the 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 way that all these different elements come together that are all really great is a little bit inelegant. Like yes, when so for example, when you find a suspect in the real world, when you find one of these people to go and talk to, the way they are presented in the environment is as a just a two D um, illustrated picture that kind of moves around almost Paper Mario style, although yeah, not as yeah, yeah. deliberate as that. Like like a, like a standee, of, right? Like a car, cardboard yeah, cutout of an yeah. actor, yeah. Yeah, there's kind of all these there, – there's these little bits of it in the way that all these things kind of come together that 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 that, that 
it's it's hard to be it feels rough to be too critical of it because it is an indie uh, mm. but it, it it just it it's one of those little things that reminds you like oh this doesn't have the biggest budget and maybe with a little more oomph behind it um all those things could have gelled together a bit more but like some of the menus and the and the presentation it, it just it, it just feels a little bit at odds with itself yeah. sometimes. Well, I think but a lot of the time it's pretty artfully done and then some of the time it just looks like a bad 90s um, Vaporwave Photoshop that would have been on Tumblr 13 years ago. Like, Which yeah, I think yeah. you're saying sometimes artful, sometimes it sounds like you're saying <laughs> fartful. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I literally had All my right. microphone turned wow. off because I knew I didn't know anything about this game and I turned it back on to say that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. He's officially back. He's officially <laughs> back after that one. By back, do you mean backwards as in, like, in the negative? Or do you mean... You mean yes, I mean he's... Yes, he's turning around, showing us his bare bottom and saying, do what you will, boys. I said yeah. that joke out of it like Ace Ventura. <laughs> joke. It wasn't a joke. I meant it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the issue. It, it this game hovers between really interesting proof of concept and good indie game. And I think, like, yeah, I don't know what their expertise were. The people working on it, whether they were more, I mean, whoever wrote it and figured out the mystery and the interactions with the characters and all of that stuff, is fantastic at their job. Like that is really, really well done. The user interface is really well done mechanically as well. Like. I've played the Ace Attorney games in the past couple of years and yep. this, I mean, it's up there in terms of mechanically, like how you play a detective game. This is really, really good. That, But yeah, yeah. it's the superficial stuff, which it, it seems to be the issue. That definitely sounds really appealing about it because like every detective game has that thing when you look back of it of like, oh, I guess I couldn't have really made any other decision with like mm. uh, the... Um, Oh, fuck, I can't stop thinking of Ace Ventura. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney, that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or like L.A. Noir. You just kind of mm. have to f- figure out the right thing. And if you don't do it yourself, you do it by losing. And then go, sure, oh, I guess the, the it wasn't that. The process is essentially the same. Maybe in a different order, but it's always the same process. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like you're, you're just finding your way through a predetermined maze. But this sounds like a you know a full forest that you've got to get to the other side of by figuring your own way out through it, which sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's really satisfying. Like you, yeah, you talk to someone and you yeah, like I said, you get something that contradicts something or, or whatever it is, and and kind of going, all right, well, yeah, what am I going to do? Should I double back and press that person again, or am I better off kind of exploring around a little bit more and talking mm. to some of the suspects who I haven't because I haven't interviewed everyone yet? So maybe I'm better to like get get the spread of that um and yeah like i none of that stuff that we were just talking about is is really a it's in it's in my head but i'm kind of prepared to give it a bit of a pass because you know at the end of the day it's an indian yeah they've Mm. they've they've really gone for something um big and yeah a, a couple of the joins with the way those things uh intersect is a little is a little crude at mm. points but um I I just think the yeah the design of the world is great and the music I'm really enjoying so yeah just cruising around in this this nice island with this like fun music playing and then yeah the the character design is gorgeous it reminds me a bit of um uh, uh, a comic that I think uh, I think you've read all of Ben I've only read one volume of it the um what's it called the the Wicked and the Damned is that is that what it's called 
the wicked and the the wicked and the divine, which is yeah, divine. a similar concept. Yeah. yeah, gods as people who have lives and sort of almost represent concepts as well. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I didn't even think of that uh, comic, but yeah. Big crossover. But yeah, creatively, like I said, if it, you know, the the idea of like a detective game that is open world and yeah, you have the choice about, you know, where you go and when you do things. Like I said, if they had have just set this in the real world, in a, you know, in whatever, New York Mm. or a, you know, facsimile of that or whatever, where you just solve a straight up murder, like I think people would have been into that enough. But I think it's really impressive that they've gone for this, like, that they've crafted this insane backstory and lore of this very very detailed world and then dropped you into that because it is you're trying to get your head around this murder and solve it but you're constantly also being fed bits about this Mm. like world as well that Mm. you're having to remember you're like on top of remembering oh this is where this person said they were at the time that the murder happened i also have to remember that mechanically this is how the world of this game works like this yeah is who this yeah person is in relation to the like you know hierarchies of exactly the society that i'm buying into yeah what well, their title is this and that means they do this and so that means that the context of this is different but it's like yeah which is good it makes it more of a challenge i'm not actually finding that too difficult either weirdly yeah it's just yeah. like you're starting to read this story or this like, yeah like this novel and you're taking it on bit by bit and as you take it on, you just keep filing bits away of like, okay, that's significant, that's significant, that's not. It's, yeah, it's really well done. All of that stuff is really well paced, which is weird Story because it's like as and your everything, own pace. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm hooked on it so far. And I like, yeah, I want to, I want to solve the mystery. Like I want to find more of the clues and everything. So would, yeah, definitely recommend this. It's, it's very unique if, if kind of a detective game sounds up your alley and uh yeah if you like kind of comic-y mm-hmm. style of storytelling it, it's a little bit like kentucky route zero in the sense of it's it's all you could almost go oh it would make a great comic book but then mm-hmm. the fact that you are in control of it just does give it that little you know what i mean like it yeah. is it, it's 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 borrowing very heavily and it's making it's it's got this very like other type of experience to it but it, it it's it has to have been presented as a game like you mm. couldn't just you know sit there and read it it wouldn't have the same impact yes so uh yeah that's paradise killer i reckon uh check it out if that all sounds up your alley mm. sounds like you guys want to fuck that game <laughs> <laughs> tommy wants to fuck it i just want to make out a little <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it sounds really cool i want to give that a go as well um mm. i have also played a, another game if you want to hear yeah, okay. Yeah. If we've got game time. talk. Sure. Uh, I played a bit of Among Us um, it, with a few different groups oh, yeah. over like the last couple of weeks. And it's fun. Every second motherfucker on Twitch is streaming it. And I probably will yeah, at some yeah. point too. I started doing a couple of Twitch streams to try it out on my own. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Adam Knox Real and Official is the, the channel. I wrote it like that as a joke, kind of, because, like, imagine me being verified, but now it just seems up myself. But um, <laughs> I'm, I haven't done any Among Us yet, but I kind of want to. But it's uh, ideally, it's a 10 player game. Right. And you go into a spaceship where you, uh, most of you are crewmates, and then there's anywhere between one and three imposters who are trying to go around and kill all of the crewmates and convince everyone it's not them. So it's a bluffing game, same as a bunch of different card games. I think mm-hmm. Werewolf is a big one, and there's like a spy one. Yep. I've never really played any of them. 
but it's going and doing your little tasks on this ship if you're a crewmate. Uh, somebody gets killed, somebody else finds the body, a meeting is called, everyone tries to figure out who it was. You're saying, where were you? What did you do? Da-da-da. Um, it's very fun because it's like a social game, obviously, and just having a bit of that at the moment has been a bit of fun. But mm. uh, if, if you want to see it going, going, go watch some people play it on Twitch because it is also a, a fun spectator game because you know you're you're along for the ride with whoever's streaming it and you get to sort of make your own mind up and whatever it's like a little pluto mm. mystery um but i've been enjoying doing that i i'm not good at twitch yet like i don't know how to do all the all the bits and pieces but i'm figuring it out slowly and i'm going to try and do more of that if anyone wants to go follow that channel that i just mentioned which was twitch.tv slash adam knox real and official <laughs> so i but i don't know if I, I I think I'll keep doing it, but uh, it's 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 hard to say. New things, not for me. But Among Us is kind of fun, <laughs> and um, if you've got a group of people who you know to play it with, that is the best way. If you if you have right. nine other friends who would right. want to play it with you, there's a free mobile app for it too, so you don't have to even mm. buy it on Steam or whatever. You can just download that and watch Ooh. an ad in between each round, and you're good. Um, so yeah, if if anyone's got ten friends or nine friends, mm-hmm. jump in with them and play some, make each other hate each other. Mm, we might have to organize one through the Patreon or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, thinking of doing yeah, that should. for sure. Cause yeah. it would be fun. Um, but yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's one of those things where like heaps of people have really, you know, uh, gone for it. It's like a, of the moment game very yes. much. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, the best way to, yeah. do, there's lots of places where you can find out more about it. They were working on an among us too, which they yeah. cancelled and are going to just put all their ideas uh, in the one that exists now, which is kind of cool just as an update. So this has been out for a while, but then it just got big traction in the last like couple of months or so, like quite recently. Is that mm. what's happened? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I, I don't know who, wow. probably some big uh, streamer or whatever started doing it. Yeah. And... Um, it, it snowballed from there. And also it's the perfect lockdown thing. You know, it's a very easy to yeah, understand yeah, game, yeah. even though I did play one game with like Ben and Greg and Edo from the grub and mm. mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty easy to pick up, but Edo, you know, she took a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard it here first folks, the hot goss on Ann Edmonds. <laughs> she dumb. <laughs> So <laughs> quote Adam Knox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it's cool. enjoyable. Go f- go follow some Twitch people or us on Twitch. Yeah. And uh, you you can watch some of it. And that's the best way to pick it up and then to play it yourselves, probably. Um speaking of games at the moment, Fall Guys really f- ironically fell off, right? A fucking cliff. I've yeah. seen so many people's Why is that ironic? That? Because can you ex- um explain the, the irony of that to me. Mike my character in the fall guy, my gamer tag is Cliff, so oh <laughs> yeah. So it's it's uh, like yeah. I forgot. Initially, he, Cliff was falling off it, <laughs> and now it's falling off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I get that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice, dude. Nice. Lay down it's another just, one, brother. <laughs> <it's>, 
<laughs> Let's go, round two. <laughs> this is like uh, Among Us, and one of us is in, uh, an imposter pretending to be a comedian. <laughs> I think I know who I am. Um, but yeah, Fall Guys kind of like huge, huge popularity. Uh, I, and like, fuck, I, they made their money off it. Like it was a huge, huge seller in... Like a two-week period, it feels like. You know, it sold millions of copies literally through Steam because it was first a PS Plus game. Um, and then it sort of faded away really, really rapidly. Yeah, it doesn't seem like... I mean, I think we we were vindicated in our opinions on that <laughs> game, which mm. yep. were, yep. at the time, poo-pooed by a lot of yeah. people. But now, mm-hmm. who's who's got poo-poo on their face, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Not us. For three hundred dollars oh, okay. a pop. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I said uh I said up the top of the show that there was no news uh in the last week, but mm. um I've just I've just realized I was uh I was mistaken in that because of course there was um there was a uh an announcement during the last week that there is an update to no Man's oh, Sky. Oh, yeah. Beloved, beloved game of mm. at least one third of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this looks like a mammoth update that they have issued for this game, which they have done uh, very impressively several times since launch. In yeah. the, what, what, three years, four years since four the game years, came out? Four years, yeah. So 2016 continued release. continued to add very, very, very significant uh, content updates, which you've updated us about uh, as they've happened, Ben, including, um, yeah, like some story stuff. There was a VR mode that they added. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, they, they um, I think they they addressed a few kind of <laughs> criticisms <laughs> and stuff that people had with it. They made some tweaks and improvements and whatnot. It sounds like you don't know what they did. <laughs> I got no idea. I got no idea how to f- string a fucking sentence together. <laughs> okay, Biden. Uh, they oh. added just talking into a webcam. I have no proof that you guys even really exist right now. To be yeah. completely honest, like, this could be do, we don't. this could be a video <laughs> that I'm interacting with. <laughs> <laughs> um, multiplayer was a huge one that they actually put in the game, um, and yeah, we we all three of us like scanned that um, patch release page um, the other day. It was like fucking mm. like fifty things, screenshots of all of them. A lot of them are sort of like small quality of life things and and visual upgrades and like little bits and pieces. Um, but like, I mean, they're all good. The menu system's way way easier to navigate now. Um, there's little fun things like you can change the color of your freighter. Like there's too many things for me to list, uh, and I, any of the ones I list will just sound like fine. But there's right. like heaps. And from, from heaps the, a lot heaps. of them seem to be like refinements to how the mm. procedurally generated stuff is done, right? Well, kind of, I think they've the done stuff. that a fair few times. That's the stuff I was disappointed in initially. Was that the right. flora mm. or the fauna more specifically wasn't interesting in any of the planets I went to. And there wasn't really much interaction with any of the alien, like the intelligent aliens that would be around. And it seems like that is a big part of what they've focused on since release of, of pumping yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this stuff that's sort of hardest to point at as you're playing and be like, oh, this is the, you know, because it's like, yeah, well, you'll wake up on a world and you'll look around and it's like, oh, yeah, this is like a world would look like if it was designed and was part of like you know, Fallout or the Outer Worlds or something. It's mm. like, oh, yeah, there's there's actual ravines and, like, normal-looking mountains, not just, like, crazy-looking shit that's clearly randomly generated. It, mm. it uh, The way that they've made it look like it is real and crafted as opposed to 
procedurally generated but still being procedurally generated is really really impressive and the stuff i've noticed so i played it last night um it, before I started, before hang I started on, playing on, Genshin hang on, hang Impact, on. I played before because I was in VR because I had a session on Beat Saber and I stayed in VR for No Man's Sky and I took it off because it's fucking still makes me sick to play <laughs> uh, FPSs in VR mode. Um, <laughs> so I played it for like an hour, like barely any time at all because it's uh, yeah, like I, I've I've put forty nine hours into my current save on No Man's Sky and that was that's the second one I've done. Um so like I've already got everything. I've got a bunch of shit. I've got all these different ships, I've got bases, I've got all my resources. I'm not like a super, super high end player, which is sort of the issue with that save of like, well I've got three million bucks, but you need five million to repaint your ship, um, sort of situation. But yeah, it's it's great. It looks great. It's got quests and things and um, I'm trying to remember any of the cool stuff that I noticed last night, but basically, it's uh, it appears to be the game that they were promising before launch. Like it's it it's a good game now. Mm. Yeah, cool. I got to go back in. I say this every time we talk about it, but I, I know. feel like it'll be a completely different experience to the one we had when uh, we yeah. all sat down and played it together before launch. Yeah, or at launch. Yeah. Well, I I want to do it in VR as well because I definitely. Can can stomach the VR um, mm. to, to some extent, so that that definitely is appealing mm. to me. See one of I them big also, worm motherfuckers up close. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I I I notice the low quality, lower quality of the PSVR headset in a game like No Man's Sky because it is not meant to look pixelated. Like your Beat Sabers are done in a style specifically to fit. The headsets, which are not as you know, not as um, detailed as as normal TVs, but mm-hmm. I'm looking around, sort of like, is this blurry or is it just pixelated or do I need to clean my glasses in No Man's Sky? Um, so that also was a bit off-putting. When sure. everything about it is running so smoothly as well, you're like, oh, I'm I'm really running around f- fluidly through this pixelated world. Um, so I'm I've pre-ordered a Quest too. Maybe I'll plug that into my PC and play it on there, and it'll be a little nicer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if you get a free evening, give, uh, give a fresh save of No Man's Sky a go. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, quick update for the listeners too. I know you guys, uh, know this already, but, uh, a couple of weeks ago I finished Persona 5. Tommy, I already know this. I've done it. Yeah, I don't want to hear about this. (laughs) Yeah. This is, tell me something I don't know, mate. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, you got to remember, this isn't just a conversation that I'm having with the two of you. It's Shut a conversation the fuck up. I'm having with a few thousand people <laughs> Shut the that fuck have their up. little headphones in on their trainee wainy on the way to Shut the Tobby Wob right now. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. This is how I talk to you normally. <laughs> well, someone's being a bit of a Ryuji. That's the kind of reference I can make now because I've finished the game, guys. Yes. You finished yes. Persona 5. Feels great. It's a it's an all time top five for me. Yeah, loved it. Loved yep. it right until the very end. Um, yeah, I uh, oh, I you know I didn't realize this. So yeah, I played Royal, which is the you know the um, one mm. from started this year. that has got all the bonus content in it. Now I did not realize this. I didn't play any of the bonus content because to it, it gives you an extra um, semester of school at the very end of the game, which you do not 
guess you do not unlock unless you've done a set criteria throughout the rest oh. of the game. So I finished it and was like, huh, those like confidants which I knew were new didn't really add anything to the game. And then I kind of Googled it and I found out like, oh, no, you have to... You have to have reached maximum level with all of them and you get a time frame. There's like one guy, there's a therapist at the school who mm-hmm, fucks mm-hmm. off in November or something. So you, ha- you have a, like a limited amount of time to max him out. And if you, if you have max with all of them, there's a, there's a new girl, there's a therapist and Akechi is an actual um, right. uh, confidant that you can go and see whenever you want in this. If you do all of them, then after the um, – after the – uh, finale of what was the original game's finale, you get another semester that where, where all three of those yeah. characters play a more vital role. Because, yeah, in, I got to the end and was like, they they added fuck all. Like, you know, why were they right. in, there? But, in, yeah. in the base game, yeah, it just, like, winds the calendar forward. And I'm assuming it just gave you that same animation, that's, basically. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's what it right. did for me. Which, yeah, I mean, worth, worth pointing out to anyone, if you've played mm. the original and you're going back in, because, Jesus Christ, you would be fucking devastated if you'd put <laughs> if you'd put your 90 yeah. hours in and then got to the end and couldn't get that whole it's a whole new dungeon it's all new shit um i know it's, that it's, there i don't know there are there are guides out there that people have made that are like spoiler free right. guides on how to sort of get everyone up to 10 because everyone does have an interesting storyline in that game so it is maybe worth yeah. it to do that because it's quite fun to figure out what you should be doing with your time and all of that but mm. you, yeah it, that's that's you, so annoying to have to miss out on that and you didn't have an older save dungeon, or something yeah. you could go back to or if you wanted to do i guess not because it would take fucking forever because you have to do it over yeah. the course i mean of i PM. i hadn't played it before and it you know essentially finishing it and finishing the story of the base game of it i don't feel like i missed out on anything and also mm. like Reading up on it that extra semester, if you'd played it once through already, I'm sure it's fun to play, but it did feel like I loved the ending of it. And then this all kind of happens after the ending and is like a bit of a, oh, but uh, there's also this other evil out there. Like I was, mm. you know, I was, de- I put a lot of time into it. I was, mm. I was ready to, be, I was loving it all up until the end. Like I kind of didn't want it to be over, but also I was ready to, you know, yeah. chuck it on the done pile. So I, I didn't feel like I missed out anything by not having an extra... 15 or whatever hours it is of game. But, um, yeah, what a fucking absolute hoot. And to go back to what you were saying before about uh, high school in Japan, um, I, I did not know until I played Persona 5 and, you, you know, you're divvying up your week that uh, students there go to school on a Saturday. Mm. That country mm-hmm. sounds fucked. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, thank you. Long school weeks <laughs> and short school skirts. This is all backwards. <laughs> well, they also have something called crunch school where you go to school after school, um, which is uh, also an issue in the games industry, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's an issue. It's a, it <laughs> yes. is a, a real issue with the world. Yeah. But there mm. are plenty of those. We don't need to go into all of them, hey? <laughs> yeah. Are we yeah. just about ready to chuck this episode yeah, on the done uh, pile? <laughs> Let's wrap it up uh, for another week after, once again, another 100-hour campaign uh, this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we'll be back next time. I played uh, I played the demo of Crash Bandicoot 4. And oh, I really yeah. enjoyed it, and that is out on Friday, so I'll be chatting about that next week. Um, yes. I loved it. Loved the demo a lot more wow. than I expected to, so I'm very excited for that game now. Um, Star Wars um, Squadrons, I've pre-ordered, so we'll, we'll be doing Crash 4 and Star Wars Squadrons. Nox, do you have anything in the pipeline? That nah. 
Nothing specific. All right. I'll fucking figure something out. I'll come bursting in here with some bullshit you will love. <laughs> you okay. go, you go steal some, uh, you go steal some underpants off a fucking clothesline, and you can review that based yeah. on uh, <laughs> that. Can be your evolution from this week yeah. <laughs> to <Yeah>. next week. <laughs> Guys, I've changed my opinion once again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright guys Thanks very much for listening Filthycasuals.com.au You can find the links to our Social media stuff You can find our Patreon You can support the show And get a bonus episode every week You can also get our premium Bandcamp episodes That are a lot of fun uh, You can find our video series All of that stuff and more Filthycasuals.com.au We'll see you next time And as we say here at the end of every episode Of Filthy Casuals Where did my clothes go? Yes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.